word from God is all you need to transform your life forever. Get the word with Pastor David Fetriku, Senior Pastor, Love Ambassadors Ministries, and experience the new life in Christ. The seven laws of abundance. Somebody say abundance. When we talk about abundance, what else are we talking about? Supernatural prosperity. But I want to use the measure of abundance because it explains it better. What men call waste, God calls prosperity. God's prosperity is always in an overflowing measure. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wave your hands if you're here. Now, we, we, we've taught the first law. We say the first law is what? Are you here with me now? Alright, let's do this together. The first law is what? The law of what? We worked on that on Saturday afternoon and we worked on it again this second service. We worked on it again. That is how important it is. It's the first and it's the most important. It's not coming first because it's the way we wanted to number it. No. Without it, no other spiritual law, no other spiritual law functions. Now, if you want to have just money, you don't need to spiritualize it. There is nothing spiritual about money. Money is canal. If you want to have money, there are natural laws that bring you money. And every of those natural laws can be explained in just three things. Which is what work? Uh-huh. Hard work. So where, once there is smart work, hard work, and productivity, there is going to be money. Whether you are a believer or not. Whether you are a pagan, whether you are from a Muslim, whether you are doing it rightly or wrongly. Whether it's armed robbery or engineering. <laughs> Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So stop coming to the altar and praying for money. It's useless. It's useless. Stop praying for money. Why are you praying for money? You're praying for money and there are people who don't believe in God that are having it. Come on, wake up. <laughs> there are laws. You apply those laws, you have money. But money is not supernatural prosperity. But in supernatural prosperity, wealth is inclusive. So we say money is like butter, but supernatural prosperity is like the whole cake. There is a lot more in that package than money. And the wealth that is part of supernatural prosperity is not even just cash. It's dominion through wealth. So, somebody has money. And by that money, many daughters are violated. By that money, people get drunk. By that money, different things happen because he has money. By that money, he's now afraid. By that money, crime increases in the society. By that money, every vice increases in society. Another person has money and many are turned to righteousness. People are delivered. Thanksgiving goes up to God from many quarters. People are healed. Children are given another opportunity at life. So, the same cash, but not really the same thing. That's the blessing. Somebody said the blessing. The blessing. Another one uses money to build a house. And all he has is a house. From one trouble to another. Find house that even runs from. Another person builds a house. 
But the blessing gives him a home. His children surround his table as olive plants. The place becomes a citadel of God's glory. People are sick and they walk into it and they get healed. Some places you walk in, you see buckets of drugs. Some houses you walk in, you see Bibles, worship songs. <laughs> the day we saw a, this, you know, my mother and my sister visited and they left it. Panadol. My wife showed me. You remember the day we were cleaning the room? It was so strange. We're like, hey. She said, can you see? You know, we started looking at those drugs. The, 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 the empty sachet. We are laughing. Jesus Christ. Now I give people drugs. I'm not preaching against drugs. I send people to hospitals. But we live above it. Someone shout the blessing. blessing. Shout again the blessing. the blessing. So the first law, the law of love. The second law, the law of what? The law of source. That's the revelation of the fatherhood of God. Somebody say with me, God is my source. Not man. God is my source. Not my economy. Not any nation's economy. I have lack of nothing. We did that and I'm not going to teach that. Lord, I resist that temptation. Third law. Some people are happy now. Mm. The law of faith. The law of faith. Write these scriptures down. Acts chapter 26, verse 17 to 18. We're going to read them. Acts 26, 17 to 18. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11 to 12. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. Acts 26, 17 to 18. Romans 5, 1 to 2. Hebrews 6, 11 to 12. Galatians 13, Galatians 3, 13 to 14. Now, you can continue writing. The same way you stand in faith for salvation is the same way you stand in faith for your prosperity. How many of you can remember how you got saved? If you're saved, shout it aloud with all boldness. I am saved. How many of you can remember? Did you change before you got saved? No. You heard the gospel. And then you opened up your heart to the gospel. You believed it and you responded. Is that right? Even sometimes when they were praying for you, you may not have felt anything. The shape of your nose didn't change. The color of your skin didn't change. Your height didn't change. Some, their salvation was a little dramatic. To some, it wasn't dramatic. Some say they felt this. Some say did it, some didn't feel anything. Me, I didn't even know when it happened. <laughs> because all my life, I was born in a godly home. So I, I, I'm a godly offspring. And I've always heard about Jesus and how he died for us. We went through, so I, I can't tell you, but I can tell you the day I came into the realization. So I can't tell you that it is this day. I know that I grew up knowing Jesus. I grew up knowing that he's the son of God. I grew up loving God. 
But you know, during my teenage age, I veered off, trying to be bad. Have you, have you ever been raised godly and sometimes you wish you, we, you will experience what others I just wanted to be bad. And then I, I came to that age at the age of 17 and getting into my 18 years and I had an experience with God. But I can't tell you that's the day I got born again because I've always known I was a godly saint. Though, it, 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 you can't put, you, you can't put an experience to traditionalize this thing. God has a thousand ways he relates to people uniquely. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Wave your hands if you're here. Are you sure you're here? He has many ways. But the point is that everyone who is saved today knows that it's not because we stop smoking. It's not because we stop lying. It's not because we stop doing evil things. It's because we believed that the blood of Jesus Christ is enough. And that his death and his resurrection is the basis that God perfects us and makes us his righteousness. So even when we make mistakes and we miss the mark, we don't lose our salvation. We are still the safe people. What we just do is receive forgiveness of sins. Is that right? Is that right? We allow and we plead the blood and we let the blood of Jesus walk. And the Bible says, as you walk in the light, as he is in the light, the blood of Jesus what cleanses you. Is a continuous walk. Somebody say big amen. amen. So it is pure faith. The Bible says we are saved by faith through grace. So it is by faith that it might be grace. Because if it is not faith, then we would have earned that salvation. It would have been that we deserved it, we worked for it. For it to be a free gift of God, it is only by faith. That is how you also receive prosperity. The same way. Salvation is a package of grace. And prosperity is a package of grace. Both of them you don't deserve. And there is nothing you can do to earn it. It is a package that God has given you in redemption and in regeneration. For coming into Christ... For belonging to the kingdom of God is an inheritance that is willed to you in Christ Jesus. Somebody say here. So you can continue writing. The same way you receive divine healing is the same way, by faith, is the same way you receive prosperity. The same way you receive divine healing by faith is the same way you receive prosperity. And it's by faith. So let's look at the cross of Calvary. How many of you sincerely believe in your heart that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he became sin for us? Because that's what the scripture says. So he carried our sins. Is that what the Bible says? Are you sure? So that's why we believe that our salvation is by faith. So we are free from sin. He, the Son of Man, has set free, is free indeed. How many of you believe, according to Isaiah 53, 1 Peter chapter 2, that Jesus took on his body our infirmities and carried our diseases? Is that right? Somebody says to me, I say, Pastor, is it not spiritual sickness he's talking about? I say, No. Matthew 8 explained it. He said that it may be fulfilled. That he took our sicknesses. He brought the sick to himself and healed them all. 
So he's talking about physical fitness. He's talking about um, 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 about mental sickness. He's talking about every form of infirmity and disease. So he took our griefs, carried our sorrows. The Bible says he was he was bruised for our iniquity. He was the chastisement of our peace was upon him. By whose stripes what? So he, when someone wants to receive healing and he declares he's healed, he may still be feeling the pain, but yet he's declaring I'm healed because the Bible says he's healed, and he's standing on his feet. Is that what happens? Now, the same way you receive divine healing is the same way you receive prosperity by faith. Because prosperity is still a package of redemption. You can't just receive salvation by faith, receive healing by faith, and think that it's through hard work you receive supernatural prosperity. No, hard work will deliver money, but hard work cannot deliver supernatural prosperity. And there are two different things. On what basis do we stand to say, sure, this is a gift of God. This is a grace. Grace means unmerited favor. Undeserved favor. Something that is gifted to us, we didn't earn or deserve. I want us to open our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And let's get to verse 9. If you're there, let me hear you say a very big amen. amen. Are you in church today? Alright, let us read and read out loud. One to go. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty... I didn't hear somebody. One more time. was righteous, he became the lamb of God that takes away our sin. He became sin. Second Corinthians 5.21 He who knew no sin, he was righteous. He became sin that you and I might become his righteousness in Christ Jesus. First Peter 2.24 He took on his body every of our infirmities. Isaiah 53 Bore our sicknesses that you and I, through and by his stripes, might be what? So he took our infirmities that we might be healed. He took our sins that we might be free from sin. We might become righteous. He took our poverty. Somebody told me, no, it's spiritual poverty that he just said. Spiritual poverty. I said, you don't understand what spiritual poverty is. Spiritual poverty means the spirit of poverty. And it also is manifested in lack, retrogression, barrenness, stagnation, death in every form. If you trace it from the origin as it was in the beginning and what happened in the beginning, you can perfectly understand what is happening. Sin was not there in the beginning. It was not so. It was Adam that introduced sin to mankind when he obeyed the serpent. Is that right? Before in the beginning was their sickness. 
Did the Lord made it so? What brought sickness? The cause after sin. Before then, there was no poverty. There were no struggles. God gave man work, but not struggle. What is struggle? You're putting in more effort than required. Yet, not harvesting what is needed. There is a mystery in Genesis when you read the course. The Bible said he gave everything for food. Herbs bearing seed. And trees bearing fruits with seed. But when he cursed the ground, he only gave him herbs alone. For food. It means you will never reach the peak. 